0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
1: From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Mary Margaret Miller here today with Kamel King. And as we do every Friday, we're here to tell you about all the good things happening around the state. It's a new year and today we're going to start the year off here in Jackson for Jackson Indie Music Week. We'll speak with the orchestrator Brad Kamikaze Franklin about Jackson Indie Music Week's history and what you can expect this year. We'll also speak with a few of the performers featured this year. Singer Akimi Graham and Remy Knott from the group Compositions will join us, plus Hayden Boyd of Dream Cult and rapper James Crow. So hold on tight because we're going for a musical ride here on Next Stop Mississippi. We'll be right back after the news.
2: Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include the George Lucas Educational Foundation, creator of Edutopia, an online resource dedicated to improving the learning experience for America's students with information and strategies about what works in K-12 education.
0: You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio.
1: Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller of Mississippi Today, joined by Visit Mississippi's Camel King. It's a new year, and we're really excited here on Next Stop Mississippi to kick off our 2018 with a a great bang, uh, celebrating Jackson Indie Music Week. It starts tonight in Jackson, Mississippi, and go goes on for the next week. So uh, a great a great week of live music coming yes. up here in the capital city.
3: Yes, I am always excited uh, the last couple of years when this comes around because this is super big not only for Jackson, but for the state of Mississippi and just uh, the orchestrators. I'm so proud of them putting our indie music scene on Front Street because it is alive, well, and very healthy.
1: Well, and uh, yeah, there's so much to talk about with Jackson Indy Music Week, and we do have the orchestrator, the mastermind behind Jackson Indy Music Week in the studio with us today, our those, friend. and those are, uh, such,
2: those are such huge words. <laughs> That's my big resolution, words. big words in
1: 2018. <laughs> no, but Brad Kamikaze Franklin, thanks for being with us today.
2: Well, it's my pleasure to be here, man. I, I thank you guys for having us, and I thank uh, Mississippi Public Broadcasting for Uh, being so involved with independent music in Mississippi and just having us here. uh, You know, there was a time where this didn't happen. So this is good to be here, uh, excited to be here. And I brought along a lot of uh, superstars that are going to be in here being interviewed by you guys. So it's it's not just me. This is a a movement. This is a, a huge thing that a lot of people are participating in. And we couldn't really make it happen without all of those people participating.
3: Now, Brad, of course, uh, everybody knows that you've been a frontline uh, fighter for Mississippi music, Jackson music, the hip-hop scene, and just music uh, abroad. But mm-hmm. a few years ago, what made you put this week together, and how did you even come up with the idea?
2: Well, it's something that i kind of been thinking about for a while. Uh, you know, as an artist, when I was an artist, you know, I attended South by Southwest. Uh, I've gone to A3C, I've gone to a lot of different festivals that have happened uh, in the southeast region. And uh, I saw what those festivals did for cities like Austin and for uh, Atlanta and all of the bigger festivals that you've seen take place around in this area. Um, And I figured those guys that created those festivals are not any smarter than we are here. And why is it that in the birthplace of American music, why do we not have something that pays homage to and tribute to the independent music scene that we have here? Mississippi is the birthplace of pretty much most genres of music that we enjoy right now, and that's something that no one else can take away from us. So for us not to have a seminal festival... Uh, a week to pay tribute to that, I think, uh, was an uh, an idea that was long overdue. So in, in 2015, in November of 2015, <clears throat> I gathered some friends and some people that I knew that had done events themselves and other promoters and other event planners and people who were movers and shakers in the, in the, the Mississippi music business in a room. And I said, look, this is what we're going to do. And uh, we chose the date. Uh, Which was the second week of January that we thought would be a good date. And uh, ironically, the first year, we didn't start planning the first year until November of 2015 for January of 2016. So we literally put that entire first year together that whole week. We literally put that together in a month and a half, wow. uh, which we found out to be a huge mistake uh, later on. It was something very stupid and ambitious of us to do, but we learned in year two that we have to start a lot further out if we really want to make it happen. We got lucky the first year, and it went well, but that just to us meant that this was something that was meant to be. So uh, it's continued. We're in the third year. This is going to be bigger and better than it's ever been, and uh, we are glad to be working on the slow grind, the organic grind, the consistent quality product that we're going to put together through these seven days because we want to be here uh, for a long time. We want to be talking about this 20, 25 years from now. We want to be talking about Jackson and the Music Week, and we want to surpass everything that everybody else is doing. We're going to surpass South by Southwest. We're going to surpass A3C. And that's just because this is the birthplace of American music. And if this is going to work anywhere, it's going to work here.
1: Well, absolutely. And, you know, I love that you came out swinging and now you're, Mm -hmm. you know, getting your rhythm. That's the only way you can do it. That's the only way
2: you can do it. I mean, you know, Mississippi has been my line and I don't mean to cut you off, but, you know, I get really passionate about it. You know, one of our, uh, our biggest problems and our biggest issues is that people think because you are from Mississippi and you hear those negative stereotypes and you hear those narratives that are put on us by other people in other areas in the media that you're not good enough and that you're not smart enough we have some of the smartest most engaged most talented people that exist in the world here in the state of Mississippi and if they can do this in Austin Texas we can do it here and we're going to do it bigger and we're going to do it better and if you don't come out at the very beginning, at the gate, swinging for the fences and swinging for the knockout blow, then it's not going to work. So we're just basically telling the world that second week in January every year from now until mm-hmm. the world ends is going to be Jackson the Music Week. And if you are anybody in the independent music scene between here and Timbuktu, the second week of January, you need to be in Jackson, Mississippi and attending this festival. Now you, you, I'm sorry, you
3: bring a, a lot of different venues, a lot of different genres of music, mm-hmm. a lot of different cultures, and you mash them all up within the span of a week. Mm-hmm. How hard was it to pull all all of these different types of bands, these type of groups, these type of venues, and get them to all see the vision and coalesce into this, into this week?
2: Well, I mean, when you've got all of these moving pieces, when you have these different genres that are coming together, and then you have all of the different personalities and the different quirks and the... And the the different venues, the different groups, and the different artists, uh, it's kind of like herding cats sometimes, but because we have such a very good team around us, uh, a great group of coordinators, a great group of volunteers, we have people... That are able to work with anyone at the table. We have people that, you know, have done shows. We've had people that have uh, run logistics for shows, promoted shows, performed at shows. So we're able to sit down with anybody and talk to them and explain to them what the larger vision is for this. This is not an endeavor that is supposed to spotlight any one particular person, but it's supposed to spotlight All of the independent artists that we have here, these artists work very hard, whether they're hip hop artists, rock artists, EDM, gospel, uh, acoustic, spoken word, rock. Everybody here works very hard at what they do. And they all understand that if we coalesce around this event, second week of January every year, that we're going to shine a light on Mississippi that is going to take us to places that we have only dreamed of in the past. And people are right now. This week are going to be looking at Jackson, Mississippi, and people don't understand that. We've got people from the tri-state area and people from areas as far as Texas and as far over as South Carolina and North Carolina coming into Jackson, Mississippi to spend money at hotels, to spend money in restaurants, to drive on our streets. They're going to buy gas. They're going to buy food. They're going to spend money in retail outlets, and that is the main goal of Jackson Indy Music Week outside of promoting the music is the fact that this festival is an economic driver for the city of Jackson. When this happens, the second week of January every year, we want politicians, the mayor, the governor, anybody that's involved in politics, we want them to be excited to see Jackson Indy Music Week coming because that means that that's going to be money coming into this city to help shore up our infrastructure.
1: What has the response been from the community about Jackson Indy Music Week? We know that the musicians are invested. You've got so many different venues Mm -hmm. around Jackson. Now, we're not just talking about the Fondra neighborhood or downtown or midtown. You're really all over the place. So tell us about what you're hearing from the community.
2: Right. Well, the community has really bought into it. You know, they've become a part of it. Uh, You know, just looking on social media, uh, you know, other venues that are not even involved with Jackson Indy Music Week, but are just located in Fondren or located in Midtown or located downtown. They are sharing uh, all of the events that are happening at Jackson Indy Music Week because they know when all of these people are coming to enjoy this good music, they are going to be uh, residual recipients of all of that good energy and all of that positive energy and all of that cash flow coming in. So everybody's buying into it now, and we're getting people that are contacting us that just want to be a part of it, that either want to be a sponsor or they want to have their venue highlighted or they want to donate something to the cause because they know having their name in this pot helps them to get seen by all of these people. So it's just amazing how this has been embraced by the community. And, you know, I couldn't have uh, have even figured that, you know, when I came up with this idea in November of 2015 that, you know, at this point in 2018 we would be talking about the growth that we're having right now. But to be honest with you, that's what we really planned uh, to be able to do at this point.
1: Well, and much like South by Southwest or ACL 3, you've got, in addition to like great live music, these mm-hmm. conversations happening right. throughout the week. Yeah. So right. talk a little bit about that.
2: Well, one of the most important aspects of this is not just the music, but the education piece that we mm-hmm. put together for this. So because we're talking about independent music, we also have to talk about... Uh, the business education that goes along with this. I find uh with Mississippi having some of the most talented people in the nation, there are other areas in the nation where guys are maybe a little bit ahead of us when it comes to the education of business and being uh business minded as the music uh, is concerned, lots of talent, but, We need to educate our artists as well about what's going on in the business of music. So if they're going to be true independent artists, they have to know how to take care of their business as well as the music. So we've got uh, three panels that are going on during this week. The first panel we're very excited about. It is on Tuesday, and Tuesday is dedicated to the women dedicated to the ladies. We have an all-women's panel entitled Women in the Industry that's taking place on Tuesday at Underground 119. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's talking about women being involved in the industry, the pitfalls that they go through, the challenges, the obstacles, and being what is a male-dominated industry. And these women have been successful in that, and they're going to be there. On Friday, we have a tech panel. Uh, A lot of people don't know that Mississippi is a blossoming uh, tech as a blossoming tech industry as well, we have a lot of people here that have a lot of innovative startups. And on Friday at the Pottery, uh, we're going to be there and we're going to have some of these businesses are going to be putting their innovation on display. We're going to have a live wow. uh, virtual reality uh, demonstration that's going to take place uh, with a virtual reality company that has actual kids who have actually put some of the uh, – the things that you're going to see in the virtual reality goggles, they've actually put those things together and kind All of right. coded and put it together. So it's amazing. And we've got podcasters coming to that. And then on Saturday we have our big panel, which is called the do the knowledge panel. And uh Camille is a, a part of that panel as well. And we have some industry heavyweights, Uh, people that have been involved in the music industry for years that are going to be there. And we're going to be talking about what it takes to get into the music business. We're going to be talking about the legal aspect. We're going to be talking about touring. We're going to be talking about copywriting. We're going to be talking about publishing. If you are an artist and you are not at this panel on Saturday at uh, 3 p.m. next Saturday, January the 13th, you are really missing out and you're not serious about your career because this is going to be the day that you can come in and ask questions and really rub elbows with people who are really doing it in the industry that can really help you and that's going to be January the 13th and that's going to be at the uh, Koundy Compound which is uh, in Midtown 256 East Fortification Street and uh, you know that's another piece of the education so it's not just entertainment, it's education yeah. so it's edutainment yeah. to coin the word there uh, so Jackson Jacksonville Music Week has something for everybody Yes, indeed.
1: Great, very important. Now it's time for us to take a break but when we return we'll continue speaking with Brad Franklin about Jackson Indie Music Week and we'll bring in James Crow our first musical guest of the hour yep. lots to come so stay tuned this is Next Up Mississippi on MPB Think Radio
0: Listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio.
1: Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller with Mississippi Today, joined by Visit Mississippi's Kamel King. Now, if you're just joining us before the break, we've been talking with Brad Kamikaze Franklin about Jackson Indie Music Week. It starts tonight and goes all through next week. So lots of exciting things happening here in the capital city all around live and independent music. So uh, a great show today. I hope you have uh, planned to stick with us yes. throughout the show because we've got lots of great music to, uh, to celebrate. Now, we do have our first musical guest in the studio. We want to welcome James Crow.
3: Hey, hey, how you doing? What's going on with you, James? What's Crow? happening, man? Man, doing good. Look, isn't it crazy <laughs> it that is, we just crazy. met and our families have known each other? Well, probably 20, 30, 20, 28 years or so. Uh, yeah, something like Crazy. that. Crazy, it's wild. That's just how Mississippi music that goes. It, it is, is. Bring, bringing <laughs> people together
2: <laughs> for <laughs> 30 years, bringing people together.
3: Right. Now, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? I, I've read your bio and listened to a lot of your music, but tell us about your start in the game and, and what you've been doing in uh, Mississippi and in the independent music uh, scene.
4: Okay, yeah, uh, I'm a Jaffrican boom-bap specialist. Um, some call it hip-hop. That's what i do uh i've been I wrote my first rap like thirty years ago, <laughs> <laughs> so I've been doing it for a minute and uh but I actually released my first album in two thousand eleven uh the Black Codes, and I followed that up the next year with religion guns money, and October of twenty seventeen I came to my third album devil music, so yeah i mean i'm I just love making music always have uh that's just what I specialize in. I wish I could play a piano or a trumpet or something like that. I can't. I tried. <laughs> but one of the things I know I, can, I could always do is rap, so yeah. that's where I am.
1: Well, James Crow, I first got introduced to your music uh, in 2012 with "Religion, Guns, and Money." My cool. buddy Garrett Lee brought yeah. me a CD, <laughs> and I've listened to it ever since. But um, the first thing that really struck me about your style is is the wit. I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. it's some I appreciate serious that. stuff. Yeah. So, uh, it's also like you know, kind of fun, kind of yeah. funny.
4: Yeah, I, I appreciate that. You know, um, I know that my content is heavy. Uh, and it's not necessarily so I'm trying to do that. That's just how my mind works, right? So, but I know at the process to make it uh, able to digest for 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 a lot of people, I have to be witty about it. So I kind of throw that kind of stuff in as well. It means you know it's my writing technique as well. You know to find lightheartedness in the midst of everything that uh mm-hmm. that goes on. So that's that's what that's why I do.
3: Yeah, I, I tell you, James, I love your album art. You know, oh, I can look, tell man, you spent you. a lot
4: of time <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That's all out I your. Hear. Art. I mean, look, we is... can end this right now. <laughs> <laughs> end on a high note, you know. Right. That's all,
5: folks.
4: Look, seriously, no, seriously, I, yeah. I, I appreciate that because I do take equally as much time in my artwork as mm-hmm. I do uh, when I'm writing and when I'm selecting beats and and everything. So. I I do take a sense of pride in that because I don't want to just, you know, give somebody a CD, a Memorex CD, you know, in in a Ziploc bag. You know, I I do, I work, you know, (laughs) and I can't draw or do photography well. So it's like I try to find people that, you know, can do that and really good at design and I give the final stamp on them. But I I do appreciate that because I do care about you know what I present to people. Well,
1: I'm glad you bring that up because you know we're talking specifically about performance art today, about music, mm-hmm. but it really is a collective. I mean, it takes visual artists and it takes people Indeed. who can do mm-hmm. design that bring really the whole the whole package together. Indeed. Now uh, we've talked a little bit about religion, guns, and money, but I did have a minute to listen to a little a bit of music this morning off of Devil Music, mm-hmm. and uh, specifically listen to one of your tunes, glue Nine. Yes. Uh, yeah. Camille yeah. and I had the good honor of working on a project around Tougaloo Nine last year and I want to hear about your the background of that song and mm-hmm. what inspired you to to go there good
4: um sure. yeah, so what a, I was at a point in my life where I was just kind of questioning the motives behind uh people who call themselves activists and mm-hmm. you know, looking at <laughs> basically people who are trying to scam people who are, who are in the middle of a struggle wow. and who are trying to profit and build their own name up off of the backs of people who are struggling day to day. And so that's why, you know, the first line came out. Sometimes I wish that we could do without these activists always ready to engage, but rarely do commit. You know, you, mm-hmm. you get people that, you know, look at Mississippi, like, you know, we just (laughs) destitute and we don't have anything going for ourselves. And they want to come here and they got all these grandiose ideas and everything about what we need to do, uh, dealing with what, you know, the struggles that we have and they come here and they want to throw the input in. And after they've done what minimal work they've done, they want to pack up and leave and go look for another struggle to find. And I'm not with that. You know, I'm like, if you, if, if you care about what's going on here, be here and stay here, you know, because we, we live here. This is the stuff that we have to deal with you know whether you're here or not yeah. so you know be involved with it but but stay here and be committed to it so right. that was the idea behind it and really the names of of every song on Devil Music was just like a tribute to Jaco that's that's what I was doing and I formerly was employed at Tougaloo, so I was like, oh, I'm going to stick with Tougaloo 9 on this one. like that. I like that. Wow. I like that. Yeah. Now,
1: I, I've got to let you explain. When you say Jafrica, not everybody who listens to, to this station at <laughs> right. <or> Statewide Radio <laughs> knows what that is. So right. talk
4: yeah. about that. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is, um, it is a name that I have embraced for the capital city of Mississippi. Uh, so that's, that's basically it, you know, Mighty Jafrica, you know, the motherland.
3: That's it. Well, look, I tell you, uh, listening to Devil music, I really love that Sauce on Fries, and I love the, <laughs> the title of Seven Studios right? because yeah. people do not remember how dope Seven Studios man, was. So, I'm I mean, to... man, just look, to even name a song that 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 really hit me, but that Sauce on Fries, you said. <laughs> Plus, I love the sample. You said, dig that I am 30-plus. Look at your jeans dirty, plus your jerseys tough. Hey, I said, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I had to come with
4: it a little bit. You know, just pop off just a little bit, let the folks know. You know I can't oh, can so rap. Funny. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just to let them know. Yeah, just, yeah, just I let let them can know. rap a little bit, yeah. you know? So,
1: James Crow, tell us about uh, what we can expect from you this week as part of Jackson Indie Music Week. Oh, yeah,
4: I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, really looking forward to being out to other events and seeing what's going on, I, I I've enjoyed being a uh, a spectator the last couple of years. I think I did the podcast the first year. Mm-hmm. Uh, second year, I got to to go around and see what was going on and and everything. So I'm, I'm looking forward to performing one because uh, I love being on stage. But really looking to hear other people's music and see what's going on. I'm I'm looking forward to that. It's a really cool way to just kind of embrace what everybody's doing all the creativity here.
1: Well, that's great. Now you are performing on Thursday Friday, Friday I Friday believe. Friday uh, Yeah, so tell us about the Halloween's uh showcase. The for the culture. That's
4: it. <laughs> the, for culture the culture concert. The culture. The culture concert. Yes. Yes, It'll be me. Uh, I like Alfred. your culture <laughs> voice. <laughs> yeah, <by> <laughs> <way>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alfred Banks, Coke Boumae, whom I really, really love. That brother, yeah. And uh, Marcel P. Black from Baton Rouge, but he's like you know, he, yeah, he's he's, he's African man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's he, an honorary African. Yeah. So uh, we're going to do our thing. I think uh, the four of us have some similarities, but we also do our things differently. So, you know I'm I'm looking forward to that. Absolutely.
1: Very exciting. Well, there's a lot going on this week and a yeah. lot of different venues as we've talked a little bit about. Are there is there a specific venue or a specific artist you're especially looking forward to seeing? Uh artist to artist, if you will.
4: Um I think uh was is it Monday at CS's? Mhm. The small Bradford yeah. kid. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward to hearing him. I like, I'm seeing his name pop up and stuff, and I, and mm-hmm. I, I want to mm-hmm. get out and, and, and see what he got. You know, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: And that's what it's all about. It's about people being introduced to new people that mm-hmm. they haven't seen before, listening to new people they haven't seen before. So we want this to be a platform not just for the veterans, you know what I'm saying, like James Crow doing that thing that people love to come and see and put on great shows, but this is going to be a springboard for a lot of the younger artists uh, to be able to catapult themselves, not just here, but in this region. So that's what we want this to be. Yeah, uh, and right. it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a springboard, you know, for, for everyone, for the world to see us on display.
1: Brad, talk a little bit about Sunday's official kickoff party. It's at Lucky Town Brewery, which we uh, celebrate a lot here yes, on Next indeed. Stop Mississippi. Yes.
2: Um, well, that's how we kick off the week. I mean, you can't kick off Jackson any music week without one of the biggest parties of the year. So mm-hmm. it's free. It's open to the public. Anybody that's listening to us right now within the sound of our voice, come down to Lucky Town Sunday night at 6 p.m. Uh Since they have opened up the, the bar in there, there are TVs in there as well. You know, the brews are flowing. There's going to be music there. They're going to be artists, sponsors, volunteers, everybody that's in the know, movers and shakers. Sunday night is the place to be. We get it started off. There is nothing better than music coupled with brews and coupled with fellowship (laughs) there, man, and all of us in the same spirit. There's nothing better than that. And uh, we start off at 6 o'clock and then the week just continues to escalate from there. So we welcome you guys out. Anybody listening, everybody here in the MPB building, y'all come out uh, because it's going to be great fun. I mean, I know of no other festival and no other event around here that has a kickoff party that's as righteous as this one is so we're gonna get it started off really good
1: now in addition to the kickoff party you've also got this interesting partnership going on with the center for art and public exchange at the Mississippi Museum of Art and I think they're gonna be kinda set up there as well
2: they are gonna be set up and this is a a collaboration between my company Hourglass Media Group and uh, the Center for Art and Public Exchange and the Mississippi Museum of Art and uh, it's a project that uh, we're doing in conjunction with uh, a gentleman over in Birmingham Uh, He had a a movement called Beham Stands, hashtag Beham Stands. And basically what we're going to be doing with hashtag Jackson Stands, which is Mm -hmm. hashtag JXN Stands, is we're going to be going around the people and we're going to give you an opportunity to write down on a piece of paper what it is that you stand for. Mm. Uh, We're going to have individuals to become living monuments. Uh, You're going to tell us what you stand for, what you believe in, what your ideals are, Mm -hmm. and we're going to immortalize that in a photograph and we're going to go around town we're going to be set up at all of the Jackson City Music Week events we're going into schools we're going into churches we're going into workplaces we'll even come here and MPB and do the same thing because we want to show people what people in the city of Jackson are standing for. And when all of this culminates, there's going to be an exhibit that's going to be put on at the Museum of Art. And there's going to be four or five different photographers giving their different impressions. Uh, And we hope to have more photographers to be involved. So if you are a photographer out there and you want to be involved, please get in contact with us. But all of these different photographers giving their different perceptions, taking their pictures in a different way, but all of it is basically seeing people in Jackson saying this is what I stand for mm-hmm. and uh hashtag Jackson stands be looking for that. Cause there's going to be a big exhibit coming up in the spring after this is over with. And, you know, hourglass is excited to be a part of it. And, you know, we're just not about music. Uh, you know, my company is about putting on for the city. It's about, you know, doing things that are going to put positive narratives about us out into the public to combat, all of the negativity that you hear all yeah. the time.
1: Yeah, I'm already seeing the hashtag uh, JXN stands in my social media feeds, and I think people will really um, be surprised, yeah. be enlightened, um, be very interested in this project. So, yes, yeah. encourage folks That's to um, to follow that. Really exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, we've been talking with James Crow. Thanks for being in studio no, with us thank today. You. Thank you, for uh, having James Crow. It's time for another break, but when we get back, we've got more musicians to speak to. All here for Jackson Indie Music Week. This is Next Stop Mississippi, and we'll be right back after the break.
4: Those that them deify Demanding my faith Let me keep it in supply Watch for eye on ally Them out to suppress I Judge tree by the fruit They've estranged from the root The of elephant done Ben in cahoots was just a shore in my veins Does the black blood bubble I was born in the struggle Struggle build muscle From the
0: Capitol steps to your front door MPB News covers the state like no one else Our team of award winning journalists Keeps you informed on the news affecting your life mpb news online at mpbonline.org and on mpb think radio
1: it's an expensive cycle insurance gas maintenance let us help break it by turning that car of yours into public radio if your car is more work than it's useful donate it to us we'll pick it up get top dollar for it and use the funds to bring you more of your favorite shows you might even qualify for a tax deduction
0: Donate your car, motorcycle, boat, or RV by going to mpbonline.org. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio.
1: Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to If Only You Knew by Akemi Graham. She's featured this week as part of Jackson Indie Music Week. And uh, we've been having a great time on the show today. Uh, we've been celebrating all things Jackson Indie Music Week. We've had Brad Kamikaze Franklin on the show with us. And joining us in studio now, two more guests who are going to be featured on uh, this week's showcase, this week's celebration of independent yes, music.
3: Yes, We have the infamous and famous Akemi Graham and <laughs> Remy Knott from the Compositions. What's going on? Good
6: morning. Everything is all right. What's
3: going on with you guys? Oh, man, great. Well, so excited that you guys are a part of Jackson Indie Week. And, Kami, I know you're doing several things with Indie yes. Week. You are hosting the Icon <laughs> Awards, which is so big. I mean, that is our... You know uh, the Icon Awards, so that's that's awesome for you.
7: It's iconic. Iconic <laughs>
3: because it's i the Icon. <laughs> uh, but tell us about how you got involved in your history in uh, Jackson and Mississippi music.
7: Um, oh goodness, my history in Jackson, Mississippi music. How much time do we have? Um, I started. Um, I've always been a little bit of a musician. I started lessons and piano. When I was five years old, my mother put on a concert for me. Um, When I was six, I was playing the piano and singing in front of, you know, it was an intimate setting at the Meggers-Evers Library, and after that, I just kind of became addicted to it. I stuck with it, and um, I made it my focus in school. I got a scholarship at JSU, and um, maybe about my early 20s, I kind of decided um, to go, you know, I would, I always love to go and hear live music. And I had a couple of friends kind of pull me in, you know, secretly. I thought I was going to watch a show mm-hmm. and they ended up saying, listen, we know you can sing, get up there and do some Whitney Houston. And I just kind of fell in love with it and became addicted to it. Um, I was in the background a lot. Um, speaking of friends, you know, they pulled me in one of them was compositions. I got a good early start in. Um, experience in in the show business on the corporate end, and not so much, you know, on the local club scene. Um, on the more corporate um, things with um, compositions, and I, you know, decided that this was something that I wanted to stick with long term. I wanted to have some longevity with it and see where it went. I got a lot of encouragement from from strangers. Yeah, you know, like, listen, you're good. You, we want to see more of you. We want to see you out front and i was like okay you know maybe i need to see you know see if this sticks and so far it has i mean about what 15 years maybe wow and wow. it doesn't even feel like it yeah. i still feel young you are young <laughs> you are young <laughs>
1: So you are I believe known as Jackson's princess of R and B. So what princess say. Means young. I yeah. mean, I
7: like the crown, the idea of the crown. <laughs> I don't know so much about the title. I'm still getting adjusted to it. I'm a West Jackson girl. You know, I so know that's right. <laughs> I'm you know, I don't need the fame and all the all the fancy stuff. Just Just a crown. Th- just a crown, <laughs> you know, and a little glitter. That's I necessary. get that. One hundred
1: percent.
3: Well Remy look you you know we have a lot of history brother and yes, I know uh I mean, a lot about compositions, but let me just say to the listeners who have never seen your group and never seen compositions and the review that you have with your group, you guys are explosive. Oh, thank you. I mean, these guys are vets. They go all around the country. They are self-contained. They are the true meaning of independent artistry. That's and uh, when you book these guys, I mean, they blow the show out. But tell us how compositions got started and the, just the structure of the group and now the unison of you and Akamee. Uh, singing together
6: wow okay again how much time do you have
3: (laughs) is this the the history segment okay so right well the
6: the, as to not get into the whole history of compositions we essentially um kind of realized our footing as the quartet at jackson state
1: wow
6: uh we were in the choir and um we would kind of get together after rehearsal and, you know, sing a little bit and everybody heard us sing. I was like, man, y'all sound good. Right. It's like, all right, cool. Well, let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's how composition actually started. Um, the quartet at Jackson state, um, wow. Cheryl Harden, and then Willingham Castilla uh, put us on stage and said, Hey, listen, I need y'all to sing. We're like, wait, hold up. We're not ready. We're just, mm-hmm. oh, okay, here we go. And that's how it started. So then, uh one day we were out at a place called Poets. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, and Robert uh from Meet the Press was there. And we did some we did three temptation songs. And Robert said, man, he pulls us over to the side. If you guys don't learn some dance steps and take this show on the road, you're fools. <laughs> well, get up there and sing another one. <laughs>
1: Best advice
6: ever. Best yeah. advice ever. It's kind of scary. And we started from there. We went and found Bridget Archer, and Bridget Archer said, Okay, here's my cane. There's a, a, a Pepsi Bridget. bottle. Stand in front of that Pepsi bottle, in front of that mirror. Now dance. Okay, to what? I said dance. Bridget
3: so, Archer, one of the best choreographers in Mississippi. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Bridget Archer. Taught us what to do,
6: how to do what we do.
1: What did the Pepsi bottle have to do with anything?
6: Mic placement.
1: Mic placement. Mm. Wow, I did not placement. know. And that's
6: how we learn to keep our places on stage. Cool. Can't leave that, or she'll throw a shoe at you. So <laughs> it, that's a true story. But uh, <laughs> so uh, the the group consists of um, me, Jericho, Armstrong, um, Zion, Johnson, and Diesel Macklin, and we all. At, at one point, it was five. The shout out to D Lou. He won't hear this because he's uh, like in like, St. Louis or somewhere right now, probably dealing with the snow. Good luck with that, homie. Uh, <laughs> better you than me. But, so then, after we got started, our first show was a bachelorette party at a hotel right over here on 55. They paid us $200 to come in there and sing one song via track. And we were ready. Dressed alike. No mics. Nothing. Wow. Just a track playing behind us. Full choreography. This is how long ago? Oh my God! Uh, years ago. Uh, <laughs> this was 2000. Wow. This was at our first show was 2000, so it's easy to track. Millennium. Mm-hmm. 2000. Mm-hmm. So at that point, it all just went. Bridget Archer put us on a dance recital at the uh, at the auditorium. Mm-hmm. where we opened up, we did Papa's Rolling Stone. That was our first mm-hmm. actual public performance with microphones mm-hmm. on that stage at the city auditorium. And after that, it just started happening, and we started booking casinos. And then we decided that we were going to start going out listening to people. And that was how we met Akaney. Many years, not long after 2000. It was maybe like, wow. yeah, it
1: was we're
6: like 02 or 03. Yeah, it was literally like after we started, we met her maybe three years later.
3: Wow. And we pulled
6: Didn't her in uh, our first big gig at a casino here. Now, we trained casino gigs in Las Vegas. We, we flew back and forth to Las Vegas for a very long time. Performing on big stages out there. Like, we was on a billboard in Vegas. Uh, Every year. A, yeah, like a long time, you know. And uh, we would go out there to different casinos in Laughlin, Nevada, perform. And, um, again, Kami would come do shows with us at the casinos in Vicksburg when we would do some of those. River Fest. River Fest, uh-huh. yes. So we pulled her in. And then she became a staple part of our organization. Then she started doing her own thing. Then she came back and became a stable part of us. And then she started traveling the world. She's a world traveler, by the way. Mm-hmm. And then she comes back and blesses us now. So now I feel like we're just together. There's yeah.
7: no place like home.
6: And she is home. Because we <laughs> open, we're open open arms. So that being said, that's, that's a brief synopsis. And that was long, but it was still very brief without including all the nuances, uphills, downhills, and, yeah. and roadblocks. So yes, that's pretty much how we've solidified ourselves in the music industry as an independent act. Yeah. Well,
1: and you do have this international acclaim. I mean, you've played all over the world, and just like one quick glance at your Facebook page shows that you're like fan favorites. People mm-hmm. lose their minds when they hear compositions. Yeah. You guys did a New Year's Eve show, and I mean, your page is covered oh, up oh with uh, folks saying like, I have nothing to to, to complain about. Oh, my no. year is starting on the right note. So uh, tell us a little bit about where you're going to perform as part of Jackson Indie Music Week and what folks can expect. I'm
6: really excited about that, to be honest with you. Uh, despite the traveling all over the world and doing all that, we when we saw this Indie Week thing starting, we forgot, oh man, this is big. So like we we've gone to the events, and it was like we enjoyed it. It's like watching different. It, it, it that kind of, says a lot. It mm-hmm. was awesome. It's like, but the what made us mad was we couldn't be at every place. It's like man, we want to do it all, but we can't. You know, I was like, well, let's do what we can. So we did what we could. We eased into this and eased into that. Then we split up. Like, I'm going to go to this. You go to this. <laughs> and we'll come back and talk about it. So we did that. So uh, us being here, I'd like to thank uh, Kamikaze for inviting us aboard. And I'm thankful that Akame is going to be on stage with us. But we'll we'll be at Dueling Hall. Uh, that'll be Thursday. I think the actual show is like 8 to 11 uh, we'll be performing with several other artists. I haven't memorized the exact roster.
7: Stephanie Luckett. Stephanie Luckett. Um, I, wasn't I don't want to mispronounce his name. Tareen. Mm-hmm. Terine. Um, Cooper. Cooper. Um, there's Amari. another young lady. Yamari. 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 Yes, uh-huh. yes.
6: Thank you. That's why All we make who a I've team. been
7: keeping an eye on, um, some of which they know. They're amazing uh, talents. I'm excited about the new talent. I'm excited about seeing them perform. We've kind of reached out to each other and said, hey, I can't wait to see you on stage. So I'm really excited about the event. And before that, um, the awards are actually taking place. I yeah. think about 6 o'clock. And so I'm going to get to do my hosting thing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to be on double duty that night. I'll be there for the award just to watch <laughs> you host. And Those, oh, I, my those goodness. Icon
3: Awards have gotten really, really special and big. Good. I mean, in the last few years, I've and seen I'm, it.
7: And I think I got to participate in the very first um, indie music mm, yeah. and so i'm I'm glad that I was asked back to not only perform but also host I'm really looking forward to it. I can see the growth yeah. I can see that it's catching on and you know i'm I'm, I'm really excited about where it's going from here
0: yeah.
1: Well, that's great. A Camie Graham. Yes. <laughs> Forgive me, Remy Knight. So good to have you guys in the Thank studio. You. You. Uh, you can join them, see them coming up this Thursday, January 11th at Dueling Hall. They'll be there for the Icon Awards and then for the R&B Showcase as part of Jackson Indie Music Week. We're having a great day here on Next Stop Mississippi, but it is time for another break. So uh, stay tuned and we'll be right back with another artist after this.
7: Can be just what the doctor ordered. Join me, Meredith Michelle, with WJSU's Evening Jazz, 7 to 10, weeknights, on MPB Music Radio.
0: Oh, You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio.
1: Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi here on MPV Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller of Mississippi Today, joined by Visit Mississippi's Kamel King. We've been having a great time on the radio today, talking all things Jackson Indie Music Week. Uh, Kamel knows everyone in the studio today, which makes it even <laughs> more fun. It's like old home week.
3: I'm telling you. Look, I love these artists, and I love what's going on. I love Jackson Indie Music Week. I love that Kamikaze has always been on the front line for Mississippi and Jackson Music and just it all coming together in this week is just a beautiful thing.
1: Well, uh, speaking of Jackson Indie Music Week, now we've talked with a lot of R and B and hip hop artists this morning, but Jackson Indie Music Week is about a lot of different types of music. It's mm-hmm. about rock. It's about indie music. So, with us in studio, we're welcoming Dream Cult. We've got a, um, our friend Hayden Boyd in the studio with us. With Solar, um, with Solar Almaki. Good to see you guys.
8: Good to see you too.
1: Uh so tell us a little bit about Dream Cult. Is this your first year to be part of Jackson Indie Music Week?
8: No, we've been a part of it uh since the beginning. Um we've done our first show I think when was that 2 years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah we we've done um yeah, we've been with it since the, since the beginning. Yeah.
1: Well, that's great. Now, I was uh, trying to do a bit of research on you guys. I know you had a huge show right before Christmas with the Weeks at Martin's and a big crowd there. Wow, that was a crazy night. And I'm sure it was a lot of fun for you guys. Uh, But I read online where your roots really started in surf rock. So let's talk a little bit about that. I could
3: could (laughs) see that. I could feel that in the music.
8: Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, growing up, I listened to a lot of old records. Um, Just the kind of Weirdness, I guess, of of like surf music, and um, you know, just trying to incorporate that into what we were doing. Um, it was a, kind of a somewhat of a phase, I guess. You know, we kind of went in and out of it really quick, but you know, it kind of defined who we are today.
3: Yeah. Well, I, I watched the uh, entire MPB Ampton Wire that they did on them, and it yeah. was just totally awesome. And Thanks. I, I love the interview you had Salar and Hayden and, yeah, and yeah. your drummer, and it was just. You know, a great representation of how you guys came together. For, but for the people who haven't seen it, tell us a story on how you guys came together and just formed this band.
8: Yeah, it was uh, 2012, I believe. Um, so I writing some songs. I knew Solar and um, Cody, our drummer. Um, I knew them from high school. So we started, you know, messaging back and forth about getting the band started Um Sent them some songs. You know, they're like, this is trash. I don't want anything to do with it. Sent them <laughs> some new songs, and they're like, this is getting better. And then eventually, you know, we we started the band. And um, at that point, we were called The Weekend Kids. And we put out a couple records, um, did, you know, what we could. And then after time went on, our music started changing, which then, you know, The Weekend Kids didn't really fit what we were doing. Yeah. We needed a name that fit what we were doing. So at that point, we changed it to Dream Cult, And from there, it's, you know... It's been great.
1: Now, uh, you guys, uh, I believe the band started with you and your brother. Is that right? right? right, yeah. Uh, And now tell us how many members in the band, and uh, describe your sound for us. It it sounds like it's evolved a bit.
8: Yeah. um, We have four members of the band right now. Um, It's me and Salar, Cody, Bass, and Cole Furlow. Um, Yeah, we play, I guess, indie rock-type music that just kind of influences from... Growing up in like the 90s, listening to a bunch of 90s alt rock and um, 80s listening to like my dad's music, you know, just kind of taking what I can and putting it all together.
1: Yeah, well, um, I I really uh, have enjoyed seeing you guys live a couple of times and then kind of checking you out online as well. Um, We, uh, I saw where you guys put out an LP. Um, Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about that.
8: Yeah, we did. uh, It's called Weekend. It's, um got released in July, 2016? Yeah, end of July. End of July um, on Old Flame Records. Um, Yeah, we had a lot of good stuff come from it. You know, we had some songs on MTV. We did some songs with Hollister and Abercrombie. Nice. Um, You know, just we did what we could with it. And, um, yeah, we're excited. We're releasing a new one in March. Um, Oh, that's great. Great. Getting geared up for that.
1: Now, Salara, so tell us um, from your from your chair, so to speak, uh, what does Jackson Indie Music Week mean for in, independent rock bands like yours?
5: I think that it's really a cool experience to kind of get us exposed to all the different types of music that's going on in Jackson. I think it really is like a fusion of like musical cultures. Mm-hmm. I think that like the Blender series that we've kind of been a part of. I think we did it. Not the first year we weren't on the blender shoes, but last year was the first yeah. time we did it, and that exposed us to a bunch of people that you know that we've never, never seen before that. or heard mm-hmm. of. And I'm I'm really excited about a lot of the acts this year to uh, to check them out. I think they've got it spaced out really well. We're gonna be yeah. able to have time to go and check out all the new. But there, there's a lot a lot of new venues that I don't even know mm-hmm. about that we're gonna get to go check out. Um, but, yeah, overall, it, that's 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 what I'm looking like, So, you know, to. to
1: kind of add on to that, what does that do for you as an artist to go and maybe hear, like, an electronic band or, or a rap group? You know, how does being exposed to maybe different kinds of music than you, like, maybe tour with or around more, you know, every day?
5: I think it's awesome. I think it's inspiring to see it because, like, just to see... That have, like, a such a strong following here mm-hmm. still, and it's people being so passionate about, like, you know, they're doing EDM or, like, hip-hop, whatever. It's just the fact that there are different crowds here that are still so open to, like, you know, exposing themselves to different musical subcultures. I think that's really important to have.
1: Do you guys see any of that bleeding into your own music, you know, as you're working on this new album?
5: I'm always thinking about it, like, in the back of my mind. Like, mm-hmm. I want... That collaboration because it could exist and it could be like natural still when you pull it off and be something that's like brand new rather than like an indie rock band and EDM thing. (laughs) Why do we have to be separate? Right. Right, right. It could be cohesive.
3: Well, I got to tell you, all I want y'all to see what is on my phone. So like, hey, I have <laughs> been playing Convince Me like over <laughs> and over oh and goodness. over again. That is, <laughs> that's the number one for me. Thank yeah, you so much. Yeah. The Surface was slamming and Thanks. then at Santa Rosa, like I played that probably oh 10 times yesterday. Awesome. So, yeah, Appreciate you guys it. did a really great job on, on that last it. LP. Thank really, you. But that convinced me, that's my jam. Right yeah. <laughs> all yeah. right.
1: Now, you guys will be rounding out um, the midweek of Jackson Indie Music Week. Your uh, set is on Wednesday at Martin's. I Mm -hmm. believe that's January 10th. So uh, tell us a little bit about what folks can expect when they come out for a dream cult show.
8: Energy.
5: Yeah,
8: good times. Um, Yeah, we're excited. You know, uh, we're friends with Bad Magic. Um, With the other two, Dev Mac and um, Ray, what's his... Big Ray Mac, is that his name? No, yeah, Big Zay Mac. Big Zay Mac. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very excited to see them. Yeah, I've never seen them Yeah, before. never seen them. I've heard lots of things about Dev Mac um, just around town. But very excited to see, you know, them. Um, we're playing some new songs. You know, we're excited about doing that. Very Great. cool. I'm yeah. sure Great. folks will be
1: excited about that. Now, mm-hmm. we're going to, uh, we're about to uh, go out for the show, but we're going to go out with one of your tunes called Weekend. Do you want to say anything about this song?
8: Um. Do you know which specific song it is?
1: I, You know, I don't know. It just says Weekend gotcha. on the board, so I bet we're going to get... Um
8: Awesome. Yeah, a <laughs> surprise. Well, We're going to be surprised. There's a fun song that we probably enjoyed writing.
1: Yeah, th- <laughs> thanks, goodness. guys. That, that was pretty good. <laughs> right. That's great. Well, thanks for humoring me, yeah, guys. Yeah. Uh, it's been a really good show today. We want to thank uh, Brad Kamikaze Franklin for yes, being indeed. with us for the full hour. Brad, thanks for all you're doing. Well, thank
2: you guys for having us. And, uh, I mean, as you saw, the talent is incredible. Uh, I mean, a wide variety of talent. All of the genres of music. Dream Cult is, is one of my favorite bands. And uh, you know, we're thinking about maybe you might be looking out for a, a, maybe a Silas and a Dream Cult. Oh, that would be nice collaboration that Ooh. might be happening soon. So there's a lot of kindred Kend- Kend- yeah.
8: kindred energy right
2: here. Yeah. Breaking news, breaking news. <laughs>
8: That's <laughs> yeah,
2: it's a hot take, hot take yeah. right here. But uh <laughs> but I mean, you know, we're just excited about Jackson Inn Music Week as a whole, you know, and I'm just blessed that You know, I had an idea, and as an idea guy, the smart thing that you do is always surround yourself with people that are smarter than you are to take your idea and actually make it work, and that's kind of what happened. And uh, this is something that's just going to keep going on, man, and I'm glad that the artists are happy to be a part of it, and we're glad you guys are a part of it. So come out Sunday. Don't miss anything. You can try to make everything. Come out Sunday to the uh, kickoff party, and then make sure... You hit all of the events up, man. And go by Hayden spot on Monday about Space Camp. We didn't get a chance to talk about Space Camp and what they're doing over there. But uh, come on, check it out, man. It's going to be great.
1: Next Stop Mississippi is a production of MPB Think Radio. For Kamel King, I'm Mary Margaret Miller. Southern Remedy for Women is up next, but join us again next week for another great trip on Next Stop Mississippi, only on MPB Think Radio.